This is Chance Skowski. Hi, this is Carson Short. Hi, this is Ben Schmidt, driver of the Gibbsville Cheese 35 Sprint Car. Hey, I'm Blake Eamy. Hi, this is Will Garrett. Hey, this is Bill Baylog. Hey, I'm Steve Post, the Postman with MRN and Wing Nation. Hi, this is Lauren Kelly. And it's lights out, and away we go! Welcome back, everyone. It's another episode of the Box 3 Bod, presented by Professional Planning, Pit Road Apparel, and On Track RC Hobbies. I'm here with Willie G, as always, well, except for last time. <laughs> I wasn't here last time. And uh, via Discord, we have... Tyler Tischendorf. Tyler Tischendorf. B-Main starter with the All-Star Circuit of Champions this last weekend. That's right. <laughs> Not finisher, Starter. Starter. That's that's a way to start it, Tishy. You can always finish at some other time. You just gotta work. Right. You gotta work up to it. I get it. I have I have two more opportunities this year to finish beaming with the All Stars. So <laughs> I'm glad. Like I'm happy for you. How many opportunities to finish beamings with the Outlaws, though? That's the that's the question everyone's wondering. I don't know. It could be one time, or it could be three times, or it could be zero times. Who knows? I have not bought my membership yet. <laughs> Those are multiple options. Thank you. Of all of the numbers, You're those welcome. are three of them. That's good. Um, so, the boys went racing this last weekend. Let's yep. just cover the, the boys' weekend here real quick. Um, box three boys? Box just, three boys. Well, just, just the boys. You know, um, box three guys. I mean, we had a bunch racing with All-Stars this last weekend. Uh, a bunch racing at Plymouth this last weekend. Will, you had a... A stellar weekend at Plymouth in the 360s after your first weekend in the 410 at at Wilmot week before. I did. It was a lot of fun. Um, so, did you talk about my Wilmot race at all? I don't think we had a podcast since then. I think we had one right before we that. that. We had one right before that. Right before it? Okay. Yeah. So, uh, first race of the year. Um, never driven a 410 before. At first, it was, like, slimy, and I didn't really know, because I've only been to Wilmot in a sprint, in a sprint car, a 360, one time. I was there in a micro, like, five times or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I hadn't been there since last year. It was their season opener, which makes sense, but... Um, so I was out there for motor heat and a little bit of, like, a, a buzz-off session, and they and I'm like, oh, like, I don't know if I... I, like, I knew we were there buzzed off, but it was like, oh, like... This thing doesn't have any grip. I was a little bit nervous. Uh, qualifying, the first lap I was pretty slow. Second and third lap, or second lap I was, I felt a lot better. And uh, third lap, I mean, I, I felt pretty normal. Like it felt a lot faster um, than I was used to with like a 360 for sure. Um, but yeah, overall, I didn't finish the heat race. We had a issue with a fuel pump. Qualified 13th though overall. Yeah, 13th out of 24. Yep. Something like that. I found quite impressive. I was very impressed. Thank you. I, I, I strive to please you fellas. Yeah. Good. So, um, not, I don't, I don't want to make my, like, I, I don't strive to impress myself at all. Just you guys. Oh, okay. Okay. That's good. Good. That's the way it should be. Um, but yeah, heat race didn't go good. Didn't have to run a B main. So I started, they like based it off of like your qualifying positions or whatever. Cause I would have been in a B main. But I think I had one of the fastest laps yep. of the B-Main so cars. the heat race transfers and then what would be... B-Main times. Right. Non-transfers, yep. but it was there's only 24 cars, so they line you up by B-Main times. So, um, yeah. Made 25 clean laps. Um, almost had a slight incident with a um, fellow 360 graduate, Anthony Neerum. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. When he spun, I didn't he spun, know about that. He spun oh. out. And he, like, backed up to, like, we probably had, like, a foot between us. Otherwise, we would have had some, as in your words, oh. big contact. Oh, it, it, you don't want big contact. No. <laughs> no, you don't. But, yeah, it was a good night. And then the other night at Plymouth, um, actually, the toter broke down on the way to the track. I don't know if I told you guys that or not. I don't think you did. Yeah, the toter <laughs> broke down on the way to the track. I was already there um, with the RNH truck. Me and my girlfriend Lauren, um, she rode with me in in the RNH truck and trailer, which we just dropped it off for the Fosbender girls to sell parts out of. Um, but we got there, and all of a sudden it was like 
I think we were going to leave the, like, the, the toter was going to leave the shop at noon, which puts them to get there at, like, 1. Yep. And it was, like, one fifteen, going on one thirty, and they hadn't shown up yet. And then Tyler messaged me at, like, one thirty, like, toter broke down and we're going to be a little bit. I'm like, whoa. Like, that's <laughs> not good. Uh, that's pushing it. Um, Especially because it's early start time right now. Yeah, early start time. Yeah. We had about an hour to get everything done, but um, I qualified good in hot laps. Uh, we had like a little bit of a buzz off session too mm. um, before the late models went out there to qualify. They they did their three at a time thing. It took way too long. They like they like missed because it's at like super six or whatever. So they're trying to make it a little bit more of a of a show. Yeah, sure. So they qualify three at a time. Okay. They missed. I think I think there was like 14, 15 cars, something like that. So maybe sixteen. I I don't know. I wasn't. That's not. I don't really follow any other races when I'm racing. <laughs> Nor do I really follow any late models to begin with. <laughs> no. um, I, I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we we uh, I qualified good. I qualified pole or, or qualified quick time of mm-hmm. my group. Um, so I started fourth in the heat race. I won the heat race. Uh, pretty Your good first actually. After, first after like the second corner. <laughs> Yeah, I started, started fourth, and I was first going into three in the middle of backstretch. I saw the, the first two guys go down, and I saw that the top was going to be an option, so I just kind of... You pulled a sneaky on them. I pulled a sneaky on them and floored it around the cushion and was leading. And, um, um, how, and how much did you win that heat race by? Noah was quick to point it out to us. Um, I looked at the, my race pass afterwards, and it said five seconds. <laughs> Five and some change. That's how much Tyler Courtney won his entire feature by. <laughs> yeah. So that, that felt good. Um, I was high. I think I was high point guy. I'm not sure. They didn't really say. I didn't. You had to have been with quick because you get passing points for qualifying. Yeah. Right? So you get you had quick time and then you went fourth to first. Yeah, like but I don't, I don't know how McMullen did. McMullen was the only other option where he started up front in his heat race. No, in the feature, didn't he? Right. So, so I don't been, I don't know if he won his heat race or not. Right, but you would have been a higher point guy than him because you were fur- you started further back and they, because you would have been true because the invert. Okay, him. you know what I, I don't mean? know. I don't really know how the math goes, um, but I just get in it and try to go fast. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, feature started good. Started eighth. Uh, Tyler uh, Brabant, my teammate, he started fourteenth, uh, and Brave. I saw Brabant. He go. He goes around me like lap five or something like that. And I look at his tires, and they're black. And we're always one of the first two guys to find it. To find it, yeah. the rubber. It looked like McMullen was like running the cushion a little bit above the rubber. Um, I, I don't really know, but I, I couldn't really see him. I was kind of in the dust and had people around me. But I saw Tyler go up there, and I tried to follow him. But two cars kind of got between us. But we ended up slicing and dicing, and we finished fourth and fifth. Which is like the third ever time of us finishing both cars in the top five, uh, which is cool. That's awesome. I remember in twenty twenty one, you guys kind of made a habit out of that. I think we did it twice, twice yeah. or three times that year. Yeah, that was cool. And we did it one time before that, so it might have been the fourth or fifth time. Yeah, that's 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 really cool though. Love that. So Tishy Squish, um, you were in competition this weekend as well at the Wilmot Raceway, All Star Circuit Champion. What do you mean technically? Technically, he was there. He was there. And he competed. I was there. So after... Well, yeah. let's, let's back up to, to that same race that Will was talking about. Wilmot, uh, one week ago, on Saturday night for their season opener. Just a little non-sanctioned 410 show. And uh, you want to just tell the people how that went and then how the All-Star race went for you. Yeah, you know, we um, kind of were just going down to that open show at Wilmot just to work some bugs out. And... We got them worked out, and I wasn't. I, I qualified ninth, so I was kind of expecting to be out of the invert, like for the quote unquote dash. It was just a. They just drew for the invert, and um, I got lucky, and a couple got. Um, somebody in heat won, won their heat from fourth, and then Aaron's won our heat from fourth. So I got lucky and made my way into the dash, and invert put me on the pole. So I was, I got very lucky with that one, but felt very comfortable running second for the longest time, and um, unfortunately just got collected in some someone else's mess. So hopefully, um, 
hopefully we can get back to that point again. You know, this this last weekend with the All Stars, that was kind of a kind of a rough one. Had um, had a slight little gremlin in qualifying that was able to uh, screw me up enough that set me back quite far. And with forty four cars there, and, and a lot of them being very good cars, your heat race as well was. Pretty, oh my god! Yeah, yeah, my heat race. It was that I had by I had by far the most stacked heat race. That night too, so that didn't help at all. So, yeah, I kind of basically just making taking laps, just getting used to the car with the new car, new motor, and trying to work out the last couple bugs. Knock on wood, I think that those last couple bugs have been squashed, and um, hopefully we should be good now. That's awesome. And we normally don't get to catch up with you, Mister Lauren Kelly. Uh, what was your, you got to dabble a little bit in uh, announcing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, been doing a lot this year for, for IRA. Uh, and then the past two weeks, I've actually called the IRA Wingless, uh, the Wisconsin Wingless Sprint Car Series, presented by CK Contractors and Autometer. Um, or, sorry, it's the it's the CK Contractors Autometer Wisconsin Wingless Sprint Car Series, presented by the IRA. So, that's, that's a mouthful. I've said it a lot. Um, it sounded like you had practice. Well, I've had a lot of practice saying it. Um, no, it's been a lot of fun. Um, it's a really cool little class, a little class, I, I say, and they had like 36 cars there on they Saturday. They pull a lot of cars. They do. Um, and they put on some pretty good shows. Clayton Rossman winning both of the features so far this year. Um, it's been pretty good. I don't know. I, I had a lot of fun. Um, but apparently we lost Tyler there for a second. There we go. There we All go. All right, we're good. Okay. Um, yeah, no, it's been a lot of fun, um, and especially doing stuff with IRA. Like, you know, I love the wingless cars, and I love just announcing in general, but I love four, wing 410s. Wing 410s are the best, and, of course, that's what I want to announce. So um, just helping out whenever I can with IRA this year. Um, I'll be at every IRA race doing announcing in some way, shape, or form, whether it's just, you know, some interviews or pit work, pit work or – you, you know, can be the Georgia Hanaberry of the IRA. I don't know. Yes. I think a uh, significant downgrade in the looks department, but, you know, that's okay. Get you a set of bazookas, and we'll be good to go. <laughs> oh, my oh God. God. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I can say that or not. <laughs> we'll find out. I don't uh, think your girlfriend's going to like that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it's been it's been fun. Um, just been doing a lot of that stuff for IRA, and then as well as doing some box three stuff whenever I can traveling to some different places and past couple of weeks has just been Wilmot, but it's been a lot of fun. So next couple of weeks though, are going to be pretty insane. Um, but we'll get to that a little bit later. Whether it's for motorsports or recreational items, household or manufacturing needs, Professional Plating Incorporated can meet and exceed your expectations for all of your zinc plating, e-coating, and powder coating needs. Located in Brilliant, Wisconsin, Pro Plating is a top shop in the entire USA, running production for the likes of John Deere, Harley-Davidson, and more. When you want the best quality and service, Professional Plating is where you need to be. Visit them online at www.proplating.com. So we'll get into the meat of the show right now. Um, first thing I want to talk about was the Ross Chastain dilemma in NASCAR. Oh, doctor. There is, it's a hot topic um, right now. Um, I just kind of wanted to get your guys' thoughts on, are you a Ross, well, one, are you a Ross Chastain fan? Two, are you not a Ross Chastain fan? And for what reason? And three, what is your opinion on what he's doing for NASCAR? Uh, Tyler, would you like to go first? Ah, uh, I was hoping you would go first. Oh, I'd be honored. Okay, <laughs> one, I don't know. There, it's kind of a 50-50 split for me for like whether I'm a fan or not. But I would say that I am a fan of like the buzz that he creates. I know a lot of people, like when I say a lot of people, I mean some people in the media, like they, they're pinning Ross as like a, a very intimidator, Dale Earnhardt-esque character. I don't get that vibe. I don't, I, I don't. I don't buy into that. I don't believe that part of it. Um, Fake news. But it's like, what? 
Tish? Sorry, I... He said fake sorry. news. Oh, fake ahead, news. <laughs> you threw me off there. Um, I do I do like him as a fan. I'm not a fan of him as a driver. I think he's just way too aggressive, mm-hmm. which sounds like, like why, why wouldn't you want to be aggressive? You're a race car driver. But it's, I don't know, he's just wrecking too much, th- wrecking too many cars. I'm a Kyle Larson fan, and I mean, <laughs> I may be a little bit uh, biased here over the past few weeks here. It's but, actually been pretty bad. <laughs> but that's about it. But as for what he's doing for NASCAR, definitely getting people talking, at least within NASCAR. It might take a little while longer um, with to for people outside of the NASCAR world and outside of NASCAR fans to talk about him more like when he pulled that wall-riding move mm-hmm. in Martinsville last year. Do you guys have thoughts? Tyler? Um, so I'm kind of indifferent on if I'm a fan or not. I really couldn't, like, I'm, I, I don't dislike him. I don't like him. I'm just right in the middle. Um, I, I don't like, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I like what he's doing, though, for sport-wise, you know, because, um, I kind of agree with Will that he's just wrecking too, like, so much so much of his stuff and other people's stuff. And I don't think that's a good look. I think that's just... I mean, it's what some people watch NASCAR for. I mean, the majority of people watch NASCAR for that don't know stuff about racing. They watch it just for Rex. So I think that's why he's having such a spark. But I think it's just kind of a lame way to um, try to improve his stats it's just by wrecking people. I don't know. In my opinion, I think it's lame, but... Yeah, I I'd agree with everything that both of you said. Um, I I am also indifferent. I used to be a Ross Chastain fan, like when he first started winning last year a little bit. I thought it was awesome because I like Justin Marks, first of all, so I love what Trackhouse is doing with um, Chastain and Daniel Suarez and the whole team as a whole. But um, it's it's gotten to the point where it's every week, you know? Like every single week he's wrecking somebody. And it's it's not even like... It could be argued that this last week with him and Larson was hard racing, and I think it was. Um, but when it becomes every single week with him, and he's the common denominator, that it kind of it, it tells you, okay, there's something, something's not right here. Um, and I don't know if it's something with his actual driving style or if it's just him being really over aggressive, like you said. Uh, I'm not sure. As far as what he's doing for NASCAR, I think it's great. Um, as far as publicity for NASCAR goes, um, but for himself, I don't think he's really painting himself in a good light. Um, like you said, they're trying to they're trying to do this like Intimidator Dale Earnhardt. I'm just not buying that. No, it doesn't. It, there's no real comparison. Like people used to, you know, get cages rattled or whatever, you know, when Dale Earnhardt came rattled up, his cage, rattled his cage, you know, when Dale Earnhardt came up behind him. Now it's like if if you're racing alongside with Ross Chastain, you just I feel like you're just going to assume you're going to get wrecked. Yeah, you like know? you're not you're not rattling any cage. He's throwing the cage in the river. You know, yeah. like <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just it doesn't make doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me because now nobody's going to even attempt to race him clean. Mm-mm. You know, he's screwing himself. You know, because I mean, you guys know this. You're race car drivers. If you know, if somebody doesn't race you guys clean, you're not you're not going to be super inclined to race them clean back next time. You know. And we've seen that from a ton of people already. And I don't know. It just doesn't seem like he's doing himself any favors. Um, I think he is doing NASCAR a big favor, though, by getting people talking about it. Like you said, and obviously punching Noah Gregson on pit road was pretty cool. Uh, but, you know, I don't know. It, it just seems it seems like he's not doing himself any favors. But, it, I mean, as far as a publicity thing, I think it's I think it's kind of neat. Um Anywho, moving on from NASCAR a little bit, we had IRA versus the All-Stars, round one. It was more of just Tyler Courtney versus everybody else. This last Saturday at Wilmot, he kind of dominated that deal. Um, however, some also, some IRA guys did have good runs. Uh, Jake Blacker's top ten. Um, who else was up there? Mike Reinke qualified like top five overall. So um, started in the – he made the dash uh, with the All-Stars. So, And then um, a couple outside guys, Joby Miller finished seventh. Um, so, I mean, it wasn't just like all stars whooping up on 
IRA like it has been in the past. So it was cool to see some different different names up there. Obviously, really good weekend for Chris Wyndham. Actually, I think he must have heard us talking shit about him a couple podcast episodes ago. <laughs> but uh, he had a pretty good weekend, two second places uh, with the All-Stars at Jacksonville and Wilmot. So that's pretty cool. Uh, the next round for IRA versus the All-Stars will be, uh, I believe it's June 2nd at Dodge County. Uh, yeah. I believe believe that. And then, obviously, the race for Dean Foundation race on June 3rd at Plymouth for 26. Weekend. I don't think that's the exact dates. I think it's June 1st and 2nd, isn't it? I think it's 2nd and 3rd. Is it? Okay. Uh, I think Fair so. enough. I could be wrong. But I, either way, that's going to be a fun weekend. Uh, All-Stars. I was kind of surprised to see they're in New York <laughs> this weekend. I see that. That's a little bit of a haul. But um, they can handle it. I don't know. I, I, just, I thought it was going to be, I think, especially Plymouth, I think is going to be Plymouth's an equalizer, I feel like, no matter what. Um, but I thought Bill Baylog would have a little bit better night. I think he finished eighth at Wilmot. Um, but he even said it, he even said after he won there um, the week before at Wilmot, he said, we're still not very good. And, um, I mean, you could kind of tell. I mean, it took him forever to get by old Tyler Tischenbander there. Um, and then it took him uh, even longer to get by Danny Schlafer after um, Tishy was back at the trailer. So, I don't know. It, c- it could be just one of those things where I know he switched to triple X's, so he might be still getting used to that a little bit. Um, obviously, I, I would assume he's been out of Maxims for a long time. Bay log, but couldn't tell you. I don't know. Tish will tell you triple X's rip. So, I don't know. Right, Tish. Can you tell us that, Tish? Really? What's going on? There we go. Oh. Do you hear us? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> we were talking about we were talking about um, Baylog swapping swapping to triple X's, and if that has oh, anything yeah. if that has anything to um, do with his lack of pace on Saturday. He was he was running a Maxim at um, for the All Star Show. Really? Yep, he, but he, he had that triple X for the um, open show. What the heck? See, that doesn't make any sense to me. Why would you get notes there? I don't know there? why he wouldn't. Yeah, why would you get notes there on a triple X, but then bring a Maxim the next week? Still a sprint car. I know right. it's a sprint car, but when you're competing at that, I, high um, of a, high, at that high of a level, I feel like you'd want every advantage you could get. But, yeah, I, I noticed that on... Um, yeah, I walked up to um I looked at his car and walking through the pits and yeah, he had his normal uh, KKR style hood and I, I noticed that too, but I thought maybe he just swapped body panels or something. Um but I don't I don't know. That's that's interesting. I did not know that he was running his maxim on, on Saturday. So I don't know then. That's just seems I thought he was gonna have a little bit more pace. I know he didn't qualify that well, so that probably didn't help him very much. Um but uh Scotty Thiel had a good run. I think he finished, where did Thiel finish fourth, I think, on Saturday? So it's a good. Fourth and fifth, yeah. One of his best runs in that Pete Grove car, um, which I know they've been struggling quite a bit. He had a good run at Jacksonville as well. Um, so I think he's really waiting for, you know, Dodge and Plymouth. I think those are two of his best tracks for sure. Looking for a high-quality merchandise designer and printing service while still supporting a local business? Pit Road Apparel has you covered. Logo design, t-shirts, hats, hoodies, koozies, and more. Pit Road Apparel is here to meet all of your design and printing needs. Working with the likes of Keith Koontz Motorsports, Ty Majeski, Days and Pursley, and more, Pit Road Apparel works with teams and businesses of all kinds to keep them looking professional and their merchandise stores stocked all year long. Visit them on Facebook or send an email to pitroadapparel at gmail.com to place an order. Well, yeah, that was the IRA versus the All-Stars. High limits at 59 cars for tomorrow night. For pre, for pre-registered at least pre-registered. I know yeah. last time when they ran, they had all the pre-registered cars, and you still had some heavy hitters like Joe B and a few others that they just kind of showed up. But yeah, you don't. They want you to pre-register, but it's obviously not a requirement. Yeah, and I know Joe B still he's thinking about going, but he doesn't know for sure if they're going to go. So they weren't pre-registered. I think they will. Uh, I don't know. Ohio is a hall for them. They'll be fine. Well. 
That's only like over one state, Indiana or Illinois, or well, they're in Illinois, so they have to go through Missouri. Indiana. Missouri. That's skinny. No, they're fine. Mm-hmm. If you look at the states, yeah, Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, there's only one state in between. It's skinny. They're good. They're in Missouri, though. No, they're not. It- <laughs> they're down in the boot hill of Missouri. Yeah, they are. So, I mean, they got to go up through Missouri, Indiana, actually probably Kentucky, Indiana, Ohio. So, a little bit a little bit different. But I get your point. I get your point. But if you zoom out on the map, like, they're pretty close together. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll, take, I'll take your word for it. Well, at that rate, then... Tyler Tischendorf should be at Wayne County tomorrow. You, you right. should. You should be at Wayne County tomorrow. Right, I should yeah, be. You should be at. <laughs> I'll see if I can make it. <laughs> yeah, fifty nine cars though. That's the most they've had pre registered all year for a high limit show. I bet you they'll be at sixty five. That's my sixty five. Sixty five would be the. I'm saying. I'm saying sixty one. I'd, I'd go more with like sixty sixty one. There were a couple Ohio guys that I was kind of surprised that weren't on the pre entry list. Um, However, Box 3 Media will be represented at this um, High Limit show. Sean Rahal is going to be running there in the Prosser Racing 19. That's kind of neat. Um, I don't know. What, who do you guys think is going to win High Limit tomorrow? Is that Wayne County? Yeah. It'll be Sheldon. Could be. Could be. Did you see he got a $3,000 he, he bounty put on him? Really? Mm-hmm. Mm. I think it'll be Kyle Larson winning. You think so? Yeah. He just keep winning more of his own Better money. Dog. He always runs uh, Ohio Speed Week. He always really does really good at Ohio Speed Week. Mm-hmm. And it's a Ohio Speed Week track. It is Ohio Speed Week. Track. So if you do the math <laughs> via the transitive property, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Sheldon or Kyle won. I I'd probably go a little bit more towards Sheldon. Um, however. Sheldon has done his usual thing recently of winning or leading features late and then um, wrecking. So <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if that happened either. Um, I think Chase Randall's due for a pretty big win here pretty soon. I don't necessarily think Wayne, Wayne County is the place to do it for him. I think it's a little bit too small, too too small of a of a racetrack uh, for Chase Randall. I think he's still got a long long way to go on the short tracks, but uh, I don't know. There's a lot of good guys. I mean. Buddy Kofoid's in the Indy Race Part 71 now. I think he, he'll be for sure a threat. Um, that'd be kind of neat if he won, like, first night out with that car. I mean, I know he's ran it before, but first night out since running the Crouch car all year. That's something that we haven't talked about, really. Was What are your guys' opinion on this whole mid-season, silly season type deal with uh, PPM leaving with Canlis, um, Kofoid leaving Crouch, and... Um, and then a couple, I mean, Zeb Wise, obviously, he's hurt a little bit. but um. Yeah, I mean, it kind of shocked me just from what I've heard. Like, uh, for whatever reason, Lauren, you, you get a lot of insider information, mm-hmm. which is cool, I think, um, about just, like, the reasons of why they, and I, I don't want to, like, spread drama or anything. That's not my oh, I think it's kind of also, like, common knowledge now at this point. But, but like... With the with the rumor, like it was because Parker didn't like the Ford motors, mm-hmm. and then because Buddy wasn't getting along. Well, that the dirt tracker guy was talking about that how they didn't see eye to eye on where the team should go. I think it's just kind of like I guess if they broke up now, they're probably going to split up at the end of the season anyway. You might as well get it out of the way. Yeah. Um. There's no, like, breaking news or anything like that. I feel like we, we never are here to talk about what's going on right now. We just kind of give our, give our opinions on, yeah. and, like, break break it down a little bit more yeah. of the bigger in, events. In-depth analysis. In-depth analysis. Yeah. Amateur analysis yeah. for those who don't quite get that. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's, it is what it is. I mean, there's no real... A reason you gotta break it down or like have all these like conspiracies. Oh my gosh, if you, dude, Facebook went nuts. You know, like so. I love all these. I don't love them actually. All the like the sprint car fan groups all around from, that are just full of you know sprint car fans that all think they know everything. I mean, I love them for they're a great outlet to promote our stuff. But like, 
man, the conspiracy theories that some people come up with in those groups is a little bit insane. Um, <laughs> I remember seeing one that said uh, Buddy, Buddy Kofod wanted more money. I was like, well, that's not true because he's bringing most of the money to that team. <laughs> so it, it's just like, you know, people have no idea. But, um, no, from what I've seen, it just um, – it sounded like Buddy wanted to go full time outlaw this year, um, and Leighton Crouch, the guy, uh, obviously owner of the team, wanted to go next year um, or sometime in the future. Um, they had a set plan for this year to, you know, with all the sponsors and stuff like that. They had a set plan in place to do a true outlaw schedule, and they wanted to keep doing that. And Buddy didn't want to, so um, it just sounds like kind of a mutual parting of ways there. I know Buddy said he left on his own terms, but from everything I've seen, that's. Maybe not exactly the case, but here's kind I already of, got shit hand. <laughs> here's here's an idea. <laughs> Come out and I don't it. I don't really know about this because obviously I'm not a world of outlaw driver and probably never will be. You're not right. I news breaking news in box three pod. <laughs> um, so from what I've heard and just from conversations I've had with car owners in the past, um, not that I've had any negotiations of driving any big name rides, but. Um, I've heard that except for a very small group, most drivers, they just get a percentage of what the car brings in. Mm-hmm. Whether, and like, if you win, you get like a higher percentage. If you take top five, it's a little lower. If you're outside the top 10, it's even lower. Yep. Um, it's a sliding scale kind of thing or whatever is negotiated upon, I guess. But generally, that's it. So what my question is, if Buddy really wanted to go uh, full-time outlaw, is there any extra advantage to him as a driver to do that besides just like, oh, I want that World of Outlaw championship? Or is it like a monetary thing? It might have been a monetary thing because obviously the outlaws pay more. Right. So his... Mm -hmm. his... Well, with a true outlaw race, you're most likely running more races than the outlaws. Mm Mm-hmm. Thus, and, it might even out. So, like, and possibly weaker competition I, at some of those races. Right. So, what? What yeah. is? Is that just? A, what do you guys think? Is that more of a, a driver wanting I, to check ticks off of, go after that championship? Like, is he championship hunting or is it a money thing? What do you guys think? Personally, I think that because he was already sitting what fourth, fifth in points, I think he just wanted to finish it out, see where he could go with that. I mean, he's very clearly in a hunt every single race to uh, be winning outlaw shows. So I think he, he just didn't want to like take himself off a tour. He's in a position like that. Who knows when he would be in that spot next. I think he just wanted to finish what he has started. I think, I think also it's, it might also be a mental thing. Maybe he mm. thinks he deserves to be a full-time outlaw driver, which to be honest, he probably does. Um, so more of, or like a, I've like earned this. I should be at that point. In yeah, my, I'm at that point in my career, kind of thing. And he's probably thinking clearly. I mean, I'm fourth in points. Yeah, you know, let's let's do it. I guess I get it on that frustration, but I mean, but also if that's the team that you're you're with, and you know, obviously Buddy was a big part of the money in that group. So I think they for sure worked that deal out together to to be a true outlaw for this year. So you know, on Crouch's side. If then all of a sudden Buddy's saying, oh, no, I want to do this, I want to do something else, then that's not going to really reflect very well to Crouch. You know what I mean? Because while we we put together this deal for us to do a true outlaw schedule, and now you don't want to do that. You know, So I get that there would be some inner conflict there, um, but I don't, I don't know if it would be a monetary thing. I, I, honestly, I don't think money had any play, any, any say in what went down between – Crouch and Kofor. So you think it's purely like a championship, we're not ready to tackle that kind of schedule? Because generally with a with a quote-unquote true outlaw schedule, mm. you're not traveling as much. Right. But you are running more races. You're just kind of picking and choosing, stringing them along, if you will. Yeah. Kind of like what, what Bill's doing this year. Um, I don't know. Because he, he was committed to the full high-limit deal, and there is some significant travel involved in that, but... I don't know. Maybe that maybe there was some money involved as far as that goes, but I I really think that it was more just Buddy wanted to do one thing and Crouch didn't. Um, so I think that they just kind of were at a crossroads probably at that point. They probably had a race scheduled 
that wasn't an outlaw race somewhere and buddy wanted to go to the outlaw race or something. And then, you know, just kind of fell apart there. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, the PPM mechanics thing, like you said, that doesn't really surprise me with it being, you know, the motor issue or that seems a, like to be a very like trivial, trivial thing because I feel like they'd been running actually pretty good. Right. <laughs> is that, so, is that more of like an excuse? Like ah, I'm not gelling with this team. I'll blame it on the motor. I, yeah, I think so. I, I don't know that, that comment about the motors though, that came from the team owner. Okay. So maybe there is some truth to that, but, um, I mean, either way, um, you know, PPM, I think he's going to land in a pretty good spot, whether it's with his own car or obviously he's subbing in in the Redeem car right now, which is not exactly a bad deal either. Um, I know he'd probably want something a little more permanent, um, but I don't know. know. He, from what in the past, the Parker Price Miller hasn't really been a very permanent driver anywhere. It, it feels... No. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I mean, he was... Well, he had the he 11 Mc, car for... He was at good, McGee for a while. For a, a good chunk. Um, then he Didn't he go to Crouch last year at one point, too? I don't... I can't remember. I think he did. But, yeah. I mean, I, I get what you're saying. He Just did, from he, my short-term memory. Kind just, of a ride hopper. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, there's so many places he could end up. You know, I mean, he's obviously... He's still got his own ride. You know, that 9P... A so, good backup for him, or if yeah. you know, if he doesn't, mm-hmm. if he doesn't gel well with a team, he always has that to fall back on. What did you guys think of uh, Corey Elison going to the Crouch Car now? Ride swap. Yeah, I mean that's what it was. Yeah, he was in the seventy one, went to the eleven, buddy in the eleven, went to the seventy one. Yeah, Tish. I don't think that's necessarily what the plan was, but right. Tish, you got us. Oh, I got you now. Okay, that's so weird. What is that's. What are your thoughts on uh, Elias and going to the 11? I think that's, I don't know. I, I, I never would have expected that, but I think that'll be kind of a, I think it'll be a nice fit. You know, I, Elias and he's had kind of before where it's just been kind of run whatever, wherever, you know? So I think that's, I don't know if he wants to do a full-time schedule somewhere or not, but I don't know. I think, I think it'll be a good fit. You know, they need some time together, obviously, to uh, make something work and to uh, figure each other out. But, yeah, I think that's a good – I think it'll be a good fit. I mean, I know he put he put it in the show both nights, I believe, at Lincoln and Williams Grove this last weekend. So, um, you know, obviously a pretty good start to that deal for him. Um, I mean, Corey's a really good driver. I mean, we saw him kind of struggle later in that Rudine car. But then he got in the – the IRP 71 car and was immediately fast. Um, so I don't know. He, he also, I think people are kind of quick to forget. He had a ridiculous season down under in Australia where he won. I think he won like 80% of the races that he entered. Um, so I'm nuts. I mean, he's very, very good. Um, so I think it's just a matter of him finding the right match, um, ride wise. So to kind of get the consistency back up, but you know, who knows? I'm gonna be interesting. On Track RC Hobbies is your one-stop shop for the remote control enthusiast. Looking to get into a fun new hobby or searching for the best in RC racing? On Track RC Hobbies in Sheboygan Falls, Wisconsin has you covered. The shop has the best brands like Traxxas, Arma, Losi, and even the hottest new race kits from Team Associated. Plus upgrade parts for all kinds of models, batteries, transmitters, and more. Be sure to check out their extensive stock of used RC cars and parts as well while you're there. Stop by the shop at 805 Monroe Street in Sheboygan Falls, Wisconsin, and be sure to tell them that the Box 3 Pod sent you. So, upcoming schedule. We got a big old month coming up here in the state of Wisconsin. Tyler, you're very excited because there's some places that you very much enjoy racing at, I know. Yes, very much. Coming up here for IRA, we've got Plymouth and Angel Park this weekend. Will you be back in a 410 this weekend, I believe? Yep, the, the schedule says I'll be back in uh, in the 410 on on Sunday in Angel Park. So we'll we'll see how the, where the weekend takes us. 
and uh, looking forward to getting back in the seat this weekend, obviously. And uh, you're, well, you're also very, very excited to run at Angel Park. I am. Um, that's uh, <laughs> the four ten is a bonus, but I'm just happy to be back at historic Angel Park Speedway. So I was talking to uh, Shelby Bosey, who used to run midgets at Angel Park back in the day in the Power Eye days, you know, and all that. And uh, he has never run a four ten there either. So is he going to run there? He's running Plymouth and Angel Park this weekend. Cool, so cool. He's very, very excited. Um, it is a very fun track in a micro and a three sixty. Um. I can only just imagine it's even more fun in a four-time. <laughs> it's just guys to keep going up from there, right? Yeah. Like, um, Tyler, I know you you enjoy Angel Park, but maybe not so much from the, the driving perspective. I, I like I like Angel Park. It just, I, I don't know. It's just, it just ain't my track. No, that's, it's okay. We're going to have tracks like that. So. But, uh, but uh, Plymouth yeah. this weekend, I know you're very excited for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for that one. 141's coming up. Like, whoop, whoop. Freaking party. We got disco ball in the trailer now. Oh, my gosh. Indy 500 at 141 again. Could be. Oh, yeah. Because we've got Wilmot the night before with IRA. Um, what is that? May 27th, I believe, is Wilmot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then 141 on May 28th on, you know, day before Labor Day. Or not Labor Day. Memorial Day. Duh. It's May. Um, anywho. But yeah, you can go up 141, get there early, get maintenance done, hop into the bar, not drink. Have a pizza. But yes, yeah, so you get you get a pizza, you get pizza you get, and any five hundred. Get get the pizza. pizza slap at one forty one. It's so strange too, because it's just it's just frozen pizza. Right, but, but I think it's okay, different so, because 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 you can look out the window and see a racetrack. So yeah. <laughs> this I mean, I, I am a pizza connoisseur. Oh, and I I truly believe that a well doctored up frozen pizza, most of the time will beat a restaurant like homemade pizza. Really? Yes. Ugh. Like if you had a blind mm. taste test between a pretty well doctored up, so, you know, put some herbs and spices on so that. I, I was just gonna say you've got some spices here. Yeah. At old at uh, your residence, I was about to say that. Oh, you were about to say my address. <laughs> I would have been a little mad. <laughs> I'm not gonna dox you. Um, anywho. But no, you've got some you've got some spices that you put on all your frozen pizza. Yeah. And it makes it pretty good. And I think 141 does the same thing. Right, that's the trick. Otherwise, frozen pizza is just blah. Yeah. And take this from a guy who worked at a pizza place. Yeah. I mean, I, I did not make the pizza, but I did eat a lot of it. Um, you you got to the, – the, the secret is always the – Herbs the, and spices. The toppings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I mean, the toppings says – Cheese and dough, anyone can do that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Red sauce, too. Red sauce for me is paramount. But, uh, anywho, yeah, so if anybody would like to join us, you know, we're going to we'll be there. We'll be at the, what is it, place the left, is it called the Left Turn Lounge? I believe I that's, that's what, what it's called. Yes. Left Turn so. Lounge at 141 at approximately, what time does Indy 500 start? Noon, one, something like that. On, uh, on Sunday of the IRA race at 141, we'll be, <laughs> we'll be in there watching the Indy 500, so, um, it's it's always cool and it's it's just neat because you you watch the Indy five hundred and then you get out and you go race sprint cars, like I, that that's pretty dang cool. What more could you want? Exactly. So will you be running your four ten at one forty one? It's on the schedule. Yeah. Yep. Thought it was. That'll be neat. Um, should be a pretty good feel of the cars the next few weeks and then obviously the week after that we've got Dodge and Plymouth with All Stars, um, and then week after I don't remember what the week after that is but then, bam, Outlaws are in town. Middle right. of June. It's racy. It's going. It's going it, now. We're in full, full swing. It's race season in Wisconsin. The weather cracks high of 70s, and it's go time. It is go time. Yeah. Tish, are you excited? I am excited, yes. Got off on a bit of the wrong foot this year, but we are uh, we're rekindling our foot. That wasn't the right word. You want to try again, buddy? <laughs> I think Tisha said a stroke. <laughs> let me let me let me try again. Okay, we got off on the wrong foot, but we're making better strides now. There we go. Oh, that was nice. That was beautiful. Great thank save. Thank you. Great save. And now, thank you. I yes. Um, now we are. Um, I feel like we have all of our. I think, I think we have all of our kinks worked out. So, so I remember this. A, I remember this a little bit last year. You know, like starting off. Rough. I mean, it was for different reasons. It was more just you getting used to the car, 
But mm-hmm. kind of the same, kind of the same, same deal. Slow start to the year. Obviously, this year there's a, a little bit more mechanical issues involved, and, yes. and maybe a little bit more money involved. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, you know, it, it's for different reasons. But you know, this was this time of the year last year where you really hit your stride and started coming in. So uh, I think, uh, I think, I think it's about to start. You know, I think it's about to start happening. I think the year's still just getting started. You know, we're four or five races in or whatever, and that was about the time last year where you started getting some good finishes. So um, I think you'd be all right. I think you'd be all right. I like, how you, I like how you think. I like how you think. You know, I just uh, I just threw some piss missiles while I was away <laughs> and couldn't hear you guys for a while. Um, I was throwing some piss missiles with some dude named Chase um, and with four tens at Eldora, and it felt great, and I beat him, and I was faster than him. And so, yeah. So that has to translate to real life. So you're going to run the million is what, what you're saying. Because you beat some random guy on iRacing in Eldora. No. Uh, for, for those that are not familiar with this podcast, Tish, what are you doing right now? Because that was a little bit out of, like, out of nowhere. A little, a little out of context. I, I mean, I know what you're doing. Yeah. But can you explain to the world? Oh, Tyler. I think we lost him. Go again. There we go. This is so stupid. So what are you what are you doing right now, Tyler? I I I I'm just sitting. It's like every time that I talk for a long period of time, no, 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 it turns no. me off. No, what are you, what are you doing while sitting? I'm just sitting, looking at my computer screen. No, oh, wait, oh, oh my god, god. <laughs> what were you doing? Because you said oh, you I was I, I was eye racing. Okay, <laughs> you just said, the way that you said it was very out of context, and we thought we should probably let the people know that you weren't like going crazy. You were actually <laughs> driving. Yeah. Like, uh, oh. <laughs> we're going to have to do some chopping. <laughs> and when you say we, you mean me. Yes, I'm going to pawn it all off on you. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. No, and, I, and then I said, so that means that you're going to run the million because you beat some guy on iRacing at Eldora. Well, yeah, um, there's not really stuff in public yet because I <laughs> want some people to say, yeah, that's, that's hush hush. Well, now the world knows on the Box Three Pod. Breaking yeah, news. I know, because, like, all, what, eight people <laughs> are going to tune in. And all, all three of the Tyler Tischendorf fans out there are going to be really That's excited. right. They're, they're going to be stoked. <laughs> you know, there's, there's, there's one car in the greater Milwaukee area that has a Tyler Tischendorf sticker on it. I don't know who it is, but it is a, um, it's one of those Kias. It looks like a shoe. <laughs> a, um, like a Kia Soul? Kia Soul, yes, thank you. Um, it's a Kia Soul. It has like a Brandon McMullen sticker on it. It has Chatty Manny sticker on it. It also has a Tyler Tishner sticker on it. And uh, that's, yeah, that's the only one I know of. I've seen a Will Garrett sticker on Fond du Lac a few times. That's my mom. Is it really? I, yeah. yep, oh, I've seen, I've, I've seen I've seen the same one. Oh, that's actually a funny story, and we got to keep this in the pod Uh-oh. because my um, Tish he called me and says, "What does your mom drive?" What is your mom drive? I'm like, a uh, white fusion with, like, a white fusion. He goes, ha, 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 yes. And he just, apparently he just honked. <laughs> like, he's just honk, like, the big, the big horn. Just letting her have it. Yeah. Did you hear about that from your mom? I didn't, I heard about it, but I had, like, mom, did you get, like, honked at? And she's like, yes, I did, actually. Like, how did you know about this? I go, that was my buddy Tyler Tischendorf. He recognized my, my race number on your car and thought that he should let you know. Oh, uh, like, I oh, like, you. Like, like, I thought it was you, like, for some reason in the fusion. Or, like, somebody that, like, I would know. At that point, I didn't. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, my, my um, mom was convinced that she was doing something wrong. Yeah, yeah. Oops. Oopsie. And actually, when you when you mentioned a Brandy McMullen sticker, I have I have a funny story from this past weekend Uh-oh. with Brandy McMullen. I was at the drivers meeting at Plymouth with the uh, with the sprint cars, and I was just looking at my race pass because Plymouth is on MRP now, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which I'm excited for. I could actually see what lap times I run, and so I'm just like, yeah, I think that was a good one. Um, <laughs> but. With MRP comes fantasy racing with every almost mm. almost every race. Yes. So we're at the drivers' meeting. We're listening to George Bauman talk, the announcer at Plymouth, 
And I'm just going through here. I'm standing next to Brandon McMullen as I normally do at driver's meetings because we like to poke and, you know, poke, have fun with each other. Like, we like to... That poke. sounded weird. <laughs> Don't... We like to poke fun of each other. Oh, boy. So, we're going... Th- he's group one. Generally, if you're not unfamiliar with my race pass, fantasy racing, generally group one is the, is the better drivers, and as the groups you go down... They get worse and worse, like mm-hmm. out of like results wise. Yeah, results or points or however they do. Yeah, it. however they seed them, they're they're seeded. Yep. So it was Brandon McMullen, Lance Fosbender, and Ben Schmidt, I believe. It doesn't really matter who the first one was, but it was drivers like that. And I'm standing next to Brandon McMullen, and I said, "Don't let me down. I'm picking you right now." He goes, "What are you talking about?" Like. Fantasy racing, dude. Like, get with the program. Yeah, get with the times, man. <laughs> yeah, like, you're fast on the track. You should be fast with the phone here. Like, <laughs> And then I asked him, do you feel any pressure yet? Because you haven't won yet this season. And it was literally one night that has happened. Yeah, he uh, won. <laughs> so, <laughs> me and Brabant both finished top five. So, I'm waiting in scales. My hood's off. They're tech in my car. And... McMullen comes on the scale, so I walk over, and I'm like, good job, like, congrats, you're the goat. I gave him a goat noise, bah, and I walked away, and then I'm walking away, and he goes, hey, I didn't let you down, and I'm like, yes, my fantasy point, like, thank you, I forgot about it, but he, but he remembered after he won, that was cool. For those of you who don't know that are listening, Will is like a fantasy Connoisseur. Actually, one second. I'm going to grab something. Well, he's going to grab it. I mean, it's an oh, audio. It's, it's an audio episode. I just wanted to read it off. <laughs> I have a plaque, and it says Chili Bowl Fantasy Challenge presented by Lucas Oil. Does anyone else want to guess what the rest of it says? It says champion. You're right. It does say champion. 2023 <laughs> Fantasy <laughs> Racing Champion. That's right. I know how to pick race cars. He's got a shirt for it, too. I do have a shirt. I have two shirts for it. It was actually pretty cool the last day at Chili Bowl where we tied for the yeah. win on the last day. That was pretty neat. I think I finished, like, I was pretty happy with, like, I think I finished, like, 20th overall. That, something like that. That was, it was, it was a good day. It was pretty neat. We, we went hard on fantasy that last day. Oh, man. We were standing up in the boot. We were standing up in the grandstands. I was the only one with service. So I had my hot my, spot. Had my and hot we, spot had, going. we had four or five people connected <laughs> to your hot spot. We're looking at previous results because if you don't, if the, for Chili Bowl fantasy, if you don't know this, Fantasy picks are open all day for every single driver that competes that day up until the C-Mans. So if you thought about it like we did, we're like, okay, why don't we just look at the fantasy picks here? Yep. And just look at the results and just pick the right one. So that's what we did. We had every single answer correct up until the, up C-Mans. Until the C-Mans. I think there was like four or five groups. Yeah. That so we were we in, had to guess. We were but out of the thirty groups that were previous. We did one hundred percent. Yeah, and then the rest of them we still did pretty good on yeah. the rest of them too. So it was kind of one of those deals. And Will was taking it even super, more seriously because he knew he was like first or second. Were you first or second um, coming into the last? Day? I was. I was. Yeah, I believe I was second in the last day. I led from Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I went down to second on Friday. Yeah. And Saturday, I was like, I gotta get this. I, I don't want to spend money on pit passes next year. Like, yeah, you got you got two free pit passes. I got right? about a thousand dollars worth of free stuff. <laughs> oh man! For so winning play, fantasy yeah. racing. So really, this is just the biggest ad for my race pass fantasy that we could possibly have. I'm not sponsored, by the way. Should be MRP fantasy. Oh, Box three is affiliated with my race pass. We are. But not the That's fantasy, sponsored. not right. the fantasy portion of it. Right. Yeah. Still comes with it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now that we got that out of the way, <laughs> I think that's about it. We are running out of time here. Is there any other last things we want to F one? I would race like week? To talk about something. Oh, that too. Oh, well, I'm. Uh, well, no, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, the floor so is yours. Two, two, hour, two hours ago, Down Out Racing Engines posted um, Danny Dietrich's new motor they just finished up. It has, I don't know if you, have either of you guys seen it? It's blue. It's blue. It is so hot. What? Lauren, have you seen it? No. I'll find okay, it. Okay, I, I said it's at a group I also right don't, don't really uh, trust Tyler's judgment and cool things. 
Because we have oh, very... Look at this. This is so hot. Well, no, well, because... Ty... I have great judgment. The blues don't even match. That's okay. Well, the blues it... don't even match. I like. I prefer the, the like the black. Yeah. I like it all black and silver. I like the black, and then you get the blue Engler injection on there or something like that. Right. Yeah, that's nice. It does look very. It does look very nice though. No, shut up. It looks. It looks like a new racing engine. It's of course. Go talk. It's go talk about your squiggles. What squiggles? Oh, he's talking about that phone, isn't he? Your phone in Indy in Indy five hundred is coming up. Are we gonna do try to do a pod pre Indy five hundred or post five hundred? We'll do one pre or post. Okay, pre or post. Well, we will we will cover the Indy five hundred a different time. Yeah, we had the Indy Grand Prix this last weekend, but I honestly didn't even know that was happening. Indy Car needs to step up their promotion. Have you noticed that? It's very poor. I I didn't see anything about the Indy Grand Prix this last week. I saw practice results on Friday, and that's it. Oof. Yeah, that's not good. (coughs) We'll see a bunch for the Indy 500, though, I bet. Cool. We'll we'll do a post-Indy 500 thing. Yeah, I think so. But, uh, Tyler, are you... Where's F1 this weekend? Imola? Imola. Badass racetrack. Oh, I can tell you. That's a badass racetrack. That was really fun to run on in the F1.2 game. Game. Yeah. That game sucks. It does suck. It's really bad. But it was fun. Oh. I don't I had fun at Imola. I look. Actually, honestly, the 2021 game was so fun. That was so awesome. Because the cars were like just, they kind of drove themselves. I mean, kind of how they did in real life, too. Those cars were. The 2021 cars were great. If you want. <coughs> However, I believe the iRacing model of the 2021 cars would be better. Mm-hmm. I, I do enjoy driving the, the Mercedes. On iRacing. Tyler does not. Unless it's at Knoxville. Okay. Yeah. First of all. F1 cars at Knoxville. Shout out to hey. Dawson Cram. Yeah. <laughs> NASCAR Truck Series regular Dawson Cram raced with us at F1 cars at a dirt oval. And he told us after we finished racing, if you guys are at a NASCAR race where I'm at, please come to my trailer and introduce you guys. Introduce yourselves as the guys who race F1 cars on dirt. I will remember you. <laughs> it's kind of hard not to. I intend that if we're... I know every once in a while he's in an Xfinity car. So if he's going to be at Road America next year, I am 100% going up to him and saying, Hey, we were the guys who were racing with you with the F1 cars at Knoxville. Well, the trucks are at Milwaukee. Oh, that's true. Aren't they? Was that Milwaukee? Yeah, the trucks are at Milwaukee this year. No, the trucks are at Milwaukee. Really? Yes. Yeah. That's tits. Well, <laughs> we should attempt to go to that. We should. I don't know when we it should. is. I don't know either. If it conflicts with a race, I'm not going. But <laughs> maybe it'll be like a Wilmot weekend and it's like right down the road. Yeah. That'd be neat. I mean, there's like six Wilmot weekends, so odds are pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is August 27th. Is Wilmot the William August 27th? That might be a Wilmot race. Oh, yeah, no, it's not. That sounds like Wilmot. It's not. It's not. Damn it. It's uh, 827. 827. 825 we'll and 826 be, are. We'll be on our way back from Peebly. Yeah, that's true. It, it is right on our way back from Peebly, actually, if you really want to. It but, is. It's, not, it's probably not, not a some, Saturday, though. Not a Sunday. Peebly's on a Saturday. No. Yeah, so, so will the NASCAR truck race. The NASCAR truck race, he just said, is on the 27th. That's Sunday. It's on the 27th. Oh, it's on a Sunday? It's on a Sunday. Oh. Yeah. Mmm. Interesting. Will are you are you are you are you coming to Peevely? Uh probably not. <laughs> oh. Okay. It's a ways away. It was a ways away. <laughs> it's thirty four hours. Ways away. That's thir- uh, thirty four raceway the night before too. That's actually be a be- that's gonna be a pretty cool weekend. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. Yeah. I think that's gonna be a very car counted weekend. Yeah, probably. Because thirty four is on a Friday, so the Knoxville guys don't got nowhere to go. So I'll go mm-hmm. there. And then you have Peavely with all them. Because it's, it's MOA co-sanctioned, too. Also, that Peavely race is co-promoted by IndyCar. Really? It's, co- it's, pro- it's with really the cool. Gateway oh. race. It's the same weekend. Is that close to Gateway? It's the same. Yeah. It's insane. It's like Peavely's like an hour from St. Louis. Oh, for some reason, I thought it was like like they were not close to each other. No, they're doing like a shuttle thing from the track and stuff. Oh, that's neat. Like if you buy a Gateway ticket, you get a free ticket to this race and stuff. Like that's cool. Kind of like, like how the NASCAR race works with Plymouth and stuff. Yeah. Obviously, that's a lot closer, but... Yeah, obviously, yeah. that's not really a thing anymore. No, it is. It is? Yeah. The thurs- they're still doing the Thursday night race 
IRA at Plymouth. Are they? Yeah, for NASCAR weekend. I guess I haven't really looked yeah. at my own yeah. schedule that much. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just for Xfinity instead of Cup. Oh, true. I thought that just came with the Cup race. No, because that's the whole reason. It. That's the whole reason why they moved it over to a mm-hmm. Thursday because they needed the parking for Cup Series. Yeah, well, they're still gonna they're still gonna do it for Xfinity. That's cool. So it'll be back. Hell yeah, hell yeah! I hope they keep that badass trophy. A trophy. Uh, oh of, yeah, yeah, the one that Baylogs won twice now. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and the one that Kyle Schuh to win this year. Right. Oh wait, no, he'll win the race for Dean Race. That'd be cool. Yeah. It's a transitive property, man. Right. He beat Kyle Larson. Kyle Larson won the fir- won the race for Dean Race at Plymouth in 2020. Kyle Shute beat Kyle Larson at, at the Indy Indoor. And uh, Kyle Larson beat Bill Baylog at the at the Redeem Race. So, in so facto, Kyle Shute is better than Kyle Larson and Bill Baylog at the Plymouth Dirt Track. There you have it, folks. I think that's a fantastic way to wrap up the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle Shute will win the 2023 in- – <laughs> The indoor 2023 race for Dean Foundation race. You heard it here. Congratulations, Kyle. Yes, congratulations. You heard it here first. Write him the check now. Write <laughs> All $26,000 of it. Check cash. Check cash. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for tuning in, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.